0: All right. Well, hello and welcome. Welcome, Antalo. Today is Thursday, which means that it is vlog day. And yeah, yeah, I got a vlog for you guys. I got a whole whole mess of information we're going to talk about tonight. Of course, there's going to be some FDA stuff. We're going to be talking about the Cole Bishop Amendment, right? We're going to be talking about H.R. 2058 and how it relates to moving that predicate date. Of course, we're going to have some beer thrown in there. Of course, we're going to have some shout outs thrown in there. Of course, we're going to have some first impressions thrown in there. I do have a retro vaping segment prepared this week, and unfortunately, I don't have any comments of the week. Wow, what a huge bummer, right? I love the comments of the week. I I love it. That's one of my favorite segments, and unfortunately, I just don't have any favorite comments of the week this week, but I don't know. What are you going to do? This is also the first vlog that I am recording with my new audio setup, so Uh, I think the audio sounds good. I'm using this Zoom recorder and so I'm hoping, I'm hoping with all of my hopes that I don't like elbow it or knock it over or something like that. I'm going to have to move it once or twice when I'm reading off of the screen because I, I hate reading off the screen and then not having my audio pick up. So this is truly streamlining my process but that's that's really unimportant i mean really who who cares about the way that i record my audio show of hands anybody give a flying shit who who you know how i record my audio nope that's right didn't think so anyway i'm going to need some water because i've been going non-stop today i've been going non-stop for literally the last two weeks, if you have gone to GrimGreen.com in that time, if you've gone to my Twitter in that time, if you've gone to my Facebook or my Instagram in that time, it has all been 100% advocacy, just advocacy bananas. And let me tell you, I have never seen more infighting in the last seven years of being in the vape industry than I have within the last two weeks. We need to knock that shit off Everybody, please please knock that shit off, okay? We need to take a step back, pump the brakes a little bit. I understand that a lot of us are angry, including myself. I said previously in the Culture of Clouds podcast that all I want to do is light trash cans on fire and throw them into buildings. That was my that was my like initial reaction, but we can't have that reaction. It doesn't help anybody to just attack people on Instagram who may think a little bit differently than you, okay? When you see something like that on the internet, you make a note of it and then you fucking move on with your life, okay? I've been I've been just as guilty. I've argued with people into the ground and I don't understand why suddenly these FDA regulations come out and apologize. There's a rant coming up. I don't understand why when all of a sudden these FDA regulations come out that It's an excuse for people to complain about everything. Oh, I can't take it. I can't handle the complaining anymore. Well, you know, if the juice wasn't so expensive, you know, this would have never happened. What? What on earth are you talking about? People have said that to me. Oh, well, there's these people, you know, they're selling $200 mods and then they're living the good life with their BMWs in Paris. Why don't they do anything about advocacy? they probably are doing something about advocacy people tend to have this like big huge chip on their shoulder regarding successful people and you that's no way to live your life the grass is not greener on the other side and constantly comparing yourself to other people will rob you of happiness and it will rob you of the things that you have in your life to be thankful for so sure there are big vapor companies out there who are buying mercedes and taking trips to paris and doing all this fun stuff i bought a toyota okay that's where i'm at that's how oprah rich i am i am currently two months into a six year payment plan on my toyota that's where i am financially okay so i get it i get being like oh, that would be so cool, but you can't like wish that were you. You know what I mean? You have to be thankful for the things that you have and just stop complaining. I don't know where this came from. I don't know where this complaining mentality came from, but it seems to have like come out of the woodworks here now that the FDA regs have dropped everybody. Everybody is complaining, it's like an excuse to complain. I'm sorry, that was a five minute long rant that actually was not constructive or helpful in any capacity. So here's what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna drink some water, I'm gonna get into my vlog notes and we're actually gonna really truly get this vlog going. So like I said, we just have a, we do just have a whole mess of, of stuff to talk about. So what's going to be first on my agenda? YouTubers for advocacy. So I posted this on Facebook. I posted this on Instagram. I just want to touch on it again now. I did mention it in the last Culture of Clouds podcast episode as well. I started a thing. I felt like I wanted to start a thing. I just wanted to start a thing. And I don't want credit for it. I don't want people to to be like, oh, well, this is Grim Green's thing. No, I started a thing, and it's going to be its own thing. Everybody's going to take part of this. There's not a YouTuber that I don't want involved in this. I want every vape YouTuber involved in this, if you want to. If not, that's up to you, but I want everybody, everybody, everybody involved. It's called YouTubers for Advocacy, and basically, this is how it works. I created a badge, and it's a red, bright, badge that says YouTubers for advocacy. Okay. And it says vaping saves lives. We vape, we vote. And so the point of this is to really just raise awareness. YouTubers for advocacy isn't going to change the predicate date of the FDA deeming regulations, but what it is going to do is keep these things fresh in people's minds. Okay. There's two requirements. Okay. There's two rules, if you will, for, for being part of the YouTubers for advocacy. One, you use the badge on your YouTube, in your thumbnails, in your intro, in your outro, in your banner, in whatever. Just use the badge because I want it to be something that's recognizable so when you're going through all these vape channels on YouTube, you see all these thumbnails with this red badge. It would just it would just look cool and it would show that even though we're all separated, Okay, by all these different channels, you know what I mean. And there's people in the in the vape YouTubing world that I have never met. There's people out there like uh, the Vapor Trail guy, the Vapor Trail channel. I've never met him. I like him. He seems like a good guy. I've never met him. Mike Vapes. I've never met Mike Vapes. I've never talked to Mike Vapes. But I want Mike Vapes to be a part of this. You use the badge on your channel, okay, in your thumbnails. I'm going to use it in every single thumbnail that I have, and then you commit to every single video you talk about advocacy and you talk about advocacy information that you got from some sort of official channel. Things like not blowing smoke, things like CASA, things like the AVA, things like SAFADA, official things. This isn't something to spread rumors or spread like, hey I heard this, this and this. This isn't for that. This is for official Awareness type of stuff. Um, Just as an example, all of this week, and you know, I pre shoot my videos about, uh, I don't know, four or five days in advance, depending on my schedule. So, all of this week, all of my videos started off with some advocacy. I said, hey, you know, before we get going on this video, I just want to remind everyone that the FDA is currently trying to ban all vapor products from the market, so please, please join CASA, Not Blowing Smoke, join CIFADA, uh, you know, support these bills, support people who support advocacy, support HR 2058, and you give a little speech, and then you go, okay. Either do all these things or what I'm about to talk about won't matter anyway. And then I do a normal review and then I have a little reminder at the end. You know what, guys? We have to support advocacy, or none of this, none of what I'm talking about, none of this review, none of these first impressions, none of this fun vaping stuff will matter at all. And that's what I wanna do, is I want to I want to get back to fun vaping stuff and I just haven't been able to do it. And it's simply because I cannot focus on it. I haven't been rebuilding atomizers. I haven't been doing my normal routine of vapey stuff. I've been... I've been being a terrible reviewer. I've been losing track of stuff. I have I haven't updated my review queue in forever. It's like as soon as these reg drops, that's all I could focus on. You know what I mean? It's ridiculous. And I wanna I wanna get back to that. And I wanna be in a community and in a place where we can have that. I want to get to that where we can all vape freely and safely and in a fun way way because vaping is fun it should be fun wow okay two rants right right out of the gate so youtubers for advocacy if you're interested hit me up nick at groomgreen.com i'll send you the same copy paste email that i've been sending to everybody which is basically everything that i just said just now. So quick update from Craft. You remember last week I was talking about that vendor that was kind of like soliciting free reviews and blah, 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 and this, that, and the other. Well, they sent me an email and then they also posted on that vlog video, Craft Vape Inc. says, hey, Grim Green, I just wanted to let you know that we have since discontinued the positive review for freebies. Back when, uh, back when the comment was posted on Facebook, we have listened and addressed the concern. I also sent you an email, however, I know you're extremely busy, but if you could take time to read it, that would mean a lot. Um, yes, absolutely. So just an update to everybody. The vendor that posted, you know, give us a good review, we'll give you free juice, they have discontinued that. It's interesting though, and I, you know what, I'm not even going to say it, I'm not even going to say it, thank you for discontinuing that program, it was a terrible idea, I hope whoever thought of it, you know, didn't get fired, but at least got you know, like everybody in the office got to like kick him in the butt. Like that would be, I feel like that would be a good punishment or make him drip like 24 milligram habanero pepper juice, uh, out of a, out of a, out of a, a Nautilus. I don't know something. I don't know some sort of punishment, but absolutely. So just a FYI, Vapecraft Inc have discontinued the positive reviews for freebies program. So There you go. That's good. I also want to talk real fast before we get heavy into advocacy about these wet wick supply company wicks. Now, these are interesting. This is an interesting little thing. I saw these at Vape Bash for the first time, and I got a little baggie of them, and what they are is wicks. Wicks. They're crazy. They're wicks, and they're crazy, and so um, I'm actually going to use these hopefully tonight, but do you see how it looks like um, like a little paintbrush? Paint, paint, paint. Or like a, a Q-tip. It's like a plastic tube, okay? And then there's a wick sticking out of one end. And the idea is, is it makes it more simple to wick things. Now this is designed, oh, I'm not gonna be able to wick that. Okay, well, sorry, Twisted Messes RDA. I can't wick you. Can I wick you? You're not three millimeters either. No, oh, I can't use either of these on either of these RDAs that I need to rewick. The idea is that these are made for three millimeter coils. So if you built a three millimeter diameter coil, all you do, and I'm going to waste one here because why not? All you do is you put this tube into your coil, right? You hold the back of the of the wick. Well, this is in your coil, and you pull off this tube, and now your coil is wicked. It's totally wicked and these have been compressed for a while so you kinda let it sit for a second and it'll like grow and fill up your coil and then you snip it and trim it and do whatever you need to do with it and it's the perfect amount of cotton for a three millimeter coil. I believe they're gonna do different sizes and this that and the other in the future but they are they are quick. One, one word of warning is if you're dry glowing your coils Let them cool all the way down to room temperature. Put them in the refrigerator or something because I made the mistake of trying to wick this on a warm coil because I'm an idiot and I'm like it should be fine. These are plastic tubes and I had this nice clapton coil going and I was glowing it. I was everything. I was like, I can't wait to vape this. I set it down. I was letting it cool down. I grabbed my little wicks from wet wick supply and I pressed it in there and the plastic just melted to the inside of my coil. And I was like, Oh yeah. Yeah. That makes sense because these coils are retaining heat and then I just melted this coil. I melted this plastic to my coil. But anyway, wet wick supply, they're pretty cool. I'll probably do uh, I'll probably be using these in a couple videos when I do a couple re-wicking videos and stuff like that. But these ones are for three millimeter coils and I don't have any that are smaller than that. So let's get into some advocacy stuff. Oh advocacy stuff. So there seems to be some confusion going around, some division, a little bit of division happening in the community between the coal bill or H.R. 2058. Is it, oh, it's the coal bishop amendment or is it H.R. 2058? One or the other, one or the other, one or the other. My answer to everyone, everyone, everyone is support Both of them. Just because the Cole Bishop Amendment exists doesn't make H.R. 2058 irrelevant. And because H.R. 2058 exists, that doesn't make the Cole Bishop Amendment irrelevant. I'm going to read you... Just going to read you a couple things here i was talking with julie who's the president of Casa earlier and i asked her to if she would be so kind as to give me like a cliff notes on things that are going on because there's a lot of people pushing hr 2058 saying you know hr 2058 i talked to senator tom cole he still supports hr 2058 and then there's other people who are like no no hr 2058 is dead which is hogwash but they're saying hr 2058 is dead no no we need to throw all of our support behind the Cole Bishop Amendment. There's a lot of confusion out there. I want to clarify some things. This is directly from Julie, the president of CASA. She wrote down this nice little Great, great little word document, and I'm going to read it directly to you. So this is from Julie to me to you. There are currently two vehicles to accomplish a change in the predicate date. H.R. 2058, which is a standalone bill, introduced last year. It is a simple bill that has clean language and just changes the predicate date and nothing more. The Cole Bishop Amendment, Cole Bishop, is basically a rider to an agricultural appropriations bill a rider was a, a similar rider was attempted last year but failed this go around makes it more attractive to democrats additional concessions were added to the rider H.R. 2058 and Cole Bishop are not competing strategies. While right now Cole Bishop has a greater chance of moving forward, its chances of success are still far from certain. Although H.R. 2058 is not likely to move out of committee yet, it is still an appropriate vehicle for the message to change the predicate date and might become pretty critical if the Cole Bishop gets stripped out of the appropriations bill, which is a possibility, either at a vote on the house floor this June or in the Senate expected uh, or in the Senate likely much later this year Moreover, H.R. 2058 can possibly be amended to garner more bipartisan support down the road. At this point, there is absolutely no reason to not support both efforts, and we're updating our current call to action to reflect that. In terms of Cole Bishop, we are working cooperatively with other groups. There is widespread agreement that the time is not right for a massive separate push from consumers on Cole Bishop. Timing is everything. We have spent the last year examining matrices and data from our calls to action. So that we have a good idea of how to time activities to ensure maximum partition, participation at the most advantageous time. Those who push one over the other are missing the point. There is no reason for us to discard any potential tool in our arsenal. H.R. 2058 is not dead. Dead bills don't attract co-sponsors. Three new co-sponsors were just added last week to H.R. 2058. Does that clear anything up for anybody. Support both of them. The Cole Bishop Amendment is not a surefire thing. There's a chance it can get pulled from the Agricultural Appropriations Committee bill. And H.R. 2058 is not a sure thing either because it's sitting in a spot where it hasn't moved in a really long time. Senator Tom Cole is still actively seeking co-sponsors for HR 2058, it is still the most well-written bill to change the predicate date for vapor products, and it's not dead, it is not dead. So if you want to support both of them, yes, that's what we need to do, there needs to be this lack, there needs to be no more division between like the coal people, the the coal, what is it called, why can't I think? the Cole Bishop people and the HR 2058 people. They're not mutually exclusive. They work together. There's no reason to not support both of them. And I love, I love what Julie said here when she said there is no reason for us to discard any potential tools in our arsenal. Absolutely fucking lutely right. It'd be like going to war and then having the people that drive the tanks turn around to the guys in the machine guns and go, oh no, you don't. You don't need those machine guns. We have tanks. Do you see these giant tanks? They're faster than you running with your little machine guns. These tanks are faster, and they can blow a hole in the side of a building the size of the Kool-Aid Man. So let us handle the tanks. We'll cause the most damage, and you guys can just hang out here with your machine guns. Of course not. That makes no sense. Use every weapon, every tool in our arsenal against The FDA. And uh, you know what? There's litigations and lawsuits coming up, which I'm not really even going to touch on. I touched on it last week as far as the AIMSA safada you know coalition of advocacy lawsuit that's a thing that's happening and uh i know that scott was on dimitri's show uh smoke free radio recently i haven't got to listen to it but i'm really interested to hear what scott says scott is one of the chair people co-founder owners in charge of keeping it real over there at amsa he's been a dear friend for years and years and years and i'm very very interested to see what he has to say last thing Last thing before we get we get before we get past this advocacy, I want to read something that Kevin Skipper, Mr. Kevin Skipper, posted on his Instagram, Instagram, Facebook. So Kevin Skipper, uh, this is well now it's going to be a couple days ago, but he just he he posted on Facebook. Now Kevin Skipper is a great guy huge advocate. He organizes the VCC events like VCC Tampa, VCC Pittsburgh, at which I will be at VCC Pittsburgh faux show. And I am really excited about it. My friends Ronan and Sarah are coming over from Ireland. We're all going to hang out and eat large sandwiches. That's what I picture happening in Philly is eating large sandwiches. So anyway, Kevin, Kevin posted on his Facebook and he said, I just heard back from my Congressman's office, Representative Gus Bilrakis, and after much communication over the past several months, he will be immediately joining as a co-sponsor for H.R. 2058. Even though they admitted the low likelihood of success for this bill, his staffer and I agreed that it could lay the groundwork for future legislation and will come out in support of the Cole Bishop Amendment as well. We will be in contact regarding the possibilities as it relates to the congressional action. Segregating vapor products from tobacco. More information to come. Stay tuned. Do not give up. Contacting your representatives Will work in cases where you have a reasonable representative. Stay patient, stay respectful, but most of all, most of all, be an informed asset for them to assist when they are making decisions and get involved. I think that is, uh, I think that's just fantastic. That once again proves that HR twenty fifty eight is not dead because it's getting more and more sponsors as time goes on. He also had another really great little quip, like a little quote from Mr. Kevin Skipper that I thought was just super cool. It was like, here's my random thought of the day and I really wish I could find it. Oh, here it is. My thought for the day. Don't confuse actions with progress. Action means you're doing something. Progress means you're doing something right. That is awesome. That's cool, Kevin. That applies to us in vaping on so many freaking levels. I just think that is so, so cool. Anyway, so good, man, wow. I didn't mean to get so ranty there. Um, I do have some other, I do have another great article that someone sent me, but we're gonna be talking about that later on, you know what I mean? There's gonna be plenty of time for advocacy in every vlog. I've been having a purposeful advocacy segment at the beginning of every vlog for like the last... I don't know, 2 years or so or something like that. And so yes, there's going to be of course there's going to be more advocacy. Uh I did want to mention that there is Mooch Battery Mooch has updated his recommended battery list. I'm going to link to it below in the description and he has added these guys which I got from Battery Bro. So Battery Bro contacted me. I think I was under the impression that they're going to be like the exclusive seller of these batteries and these batteries are really good. They fall into Mooch's recommended battery lists. These are Sanyo, okay, let me just get the real name. How about instead of trying to friggin' guess what it is. These are Sanyo UR18650NSX, okay, and Evidently, these batteries are incredibly hard to counterfeit. They have this sort of interesting yellow, you're not going to be able to see that, interesting yellow color on the top. They're, they're red batteries. He, Battery bro guy was telling me that these are incredibly hard to counterfeit. And I was interested. He's like, oh, I got these, bat-, you know. And whenever someone approaches me or approaches anybody, he's like, Whoa, bro, I got these batteries. They're amazing. They're like, you know, 22 amps, 2,600 mAhs, and they're authentic, and they're really hard to replicate, and this, that, and the other. I always am, I don't know, incredibly skeptical because there's so many, like, battery rewraps and, like, false claims. It's like, oh, yeah, these are 80-amp, uh, you know, 18650s, and you kind of go, what? I mean, come on. So the first thing I did when I got these two cells in the mail is I went to Mooch's back random recommended battery list, and sure enough, they're on there. They are advertised as 20 amp, 2500 milliamp hour or MA, but they're actually 22 amp, as Mooch has tested them. Sanyo UR 18650 nsx i'll link in the description to both uh mooch's battery update chart as well as the battery bro i think it's the battery bro no it's just batterybro.com these are in stock right now five bucks a pop i will probably get some more just because i really enjoyed using these batteries i paired them up and i am using them in my titan box mod over there um Anyway, so yeah, I think that's all I have right now for sort of, you know, top of the program, random news, let's look, YouTubers for Advocacy, Julie, HR2058, Cole Bishop, the craft update, those wick stick things, that's what I actually have in my vlog notes is those wick stick things, updated battery list, so yeah, let's do this real fast, let's talk about what I have been vaping. So it hasn't been a lot, Uh, like I said, I haven't been rebuilding or rewicking or I've just been this is something I never do. This is how I know that I am I am overly stressed is I am a flavor purist. If there is an atomizer that has a juice in it, I will not. I cannot mentally physically do it drip another juice on top of there. I just can't do it. I'm a flavor purist. If I want to change flavors, that constitutes taking this to my sink pulling out the old wick, rinsing it all off, drying it all off, dry burning my coils again, putting a brand new wick on the inside and then trying the new juice. That's just how I roll. I can't double drip on an atomizer. That's all I've been doing like for the last week. I was vaping uh strawberry circus and I got and I ran out of strawberry circus and rather than going through the effort of rewicking or anything I'm just like all right uh grab this moo e-liquids and just started dripping it on top and vaping and like I don't even care right now like this is of so little concern to me I don't even care right now so there's been a lot of that um I've been using this guy right here I use this basically every week this is the mod crate silo uh silo 2000 2000 Ma DNA 200 with my Ruby Crew sticker. This is the Easy Cloud Company Maker RDA, which I will have a review for next week. This is Epicloud's Cartomator Crush. This has been, this has been one of my favorite vapes over this last week. This is the one, like really awesomely good performing vape that I have, and it's been, uh, pardon me, it's just been rad. Really not bad for seam tingle coil there. This is a 0.33 ohm build. I have it set to 48 watts. It's giving me four volts. It's just a nice mellow vape. It's just it's just nice and mellow and flavorful. One other thing that I've been vaping that I, so remember last week um. Tooney, Mr. Tooney sent me this great tank. He has modified this K-Fun clone to be the greatest vape, the greatest tank vape um, ever. It's like a restricted lung hit. It wicks like a champion. And I was previously rocking it on the Vapor Flask Stout. And over the last three days, the Vapor Flask Stout has been giving me nothing but issues. It doesn't seem to hold its temperature. It doesn't seem to hold uh its charge like i've noticed that sometimes if i set it down too hard the battery will move and reset the whole thing and i'll be like why is there just a black screen here and not vaping so i'll like turn it back on again and then it'll ask me for a new coil and i'll be like yes so let's try this 330 degrees stainless steel clapton in here 0.27 ohms it's generally a really good vape when the vapor flask is is working correctly No, it just turned itself off. The screen just went black. Just turned itself off. One, two, three, four, five. Vape forward. What the actual fuck? Nope, now it's off again. One, two, three, four, five. Okay, now it's back on. 330 degrees. Okay, 350 degrees. New coil, yes. See? After all that, I actually did get a really good vape from it, but that is... Way hotter than three hundred and thirty degrees and let's see, one, two, three. No, nope, what's asking me for a coil again? Yes. I need to turn this uh wattage way down. Okay, sixty watts, three hundred and I hate fiddling. Three hundred and seventy degrees. New coil, yes. Okay, I'm over it. Fuck you, Vapor Flask Stout. You were awesome for like two months and all of a sudden you just took a huge shit on me and I don't have time for you. I have also been rocking this Kennedy roundhouse combo with a Brad's cap on top. This was the atomizer that I was vaping uh, Strawberry Circus out of. And then I just started dripping Moo e-liquids on top because I'm a lazy bastard. Tomorrow, uh, I, uh, I'm i going to go through and clean and re-wick a bunch of stuff um, because VPX Vegas is this weekend. In fact, as you're watching this vlog on a Thursday, I'm gone already. I am driving up to Orange County to pick up Bay, to pick up Omboy OC, and then we are driving to Las Vegas and... We are going to rock out in Las Vegas for a weekend, kind of clear our heads. I actually had a, this is really neither here nor there. I apologize for being all over the place, but I had a really great conversation with Dwayne the other day. He called me, he gave me all of like the cliff notes from the SoCal Safada meeting. He went to the SoCal Safada meeting and I asked him, I said, take notes and like brief me, you know, when the meeting's done. Just give me a call and let me know what's going on. He gave me a whole bunch of great information in regards to what's going on in California right now. So I'm just, I haven't seen Dwayne in a while and I am really excited, really excited to hang out with him. He's just a good guy. He's just one of my bros. He really, really cares about advocacy. When this whole FDA thing happened, he called me the day of and he's like, he's like, I don't want to do anything but advocacy right now. He's like, I'm not posting anything on Instagram unless it's advocacy related. He's like, I'll repost everything that you post. He's like, I will tag you in things and I want you to post them. And so we're like, yeah, like, advocacy bros now and so he's been dedicated and he's been working his ass off and i know i know that i need to get away for a bit and i know Dwayne needs to get away for a bit so i am stoked stoked to be going to vegas but i'm probably going to bring this this is the roundhouse mech mod kennedy 24 on top moo e liquids brad's cap on top just a delicious vape. Even on a slightly dying battery, it's still a delicious vape. So, yeah, that's been, uh, that's been really good. Uh, lastly, I have been vaping that uh, Solara DNA 200 Anarchist Mod, and it's been just great. And now I have juice on my hand. Thanks. Thanks, Anarchist Mod. It's just been really great. I have, oh God, I've been talking too fast. I have Dewey Boba in an Easy Dripper. I have the Goon RDA on here with another Brad's cap. I am using two Brad's caps right now. Thank you, Brad, for the Brad's caps. They are great. Anyway, this is a 0.28 ohm coil. I have it set to 70 watts. I have the Goon airflow all the way open, three full holes. There is a dual alien something in here from M Turk that I just... Love to death. I love it into the ground. I love his coils. And you know what? There's a lot of people out there that are like, that's such a ripoff. I would never pay $30 for those coils. I absolutely fucking would pay $30 for those coils because I got a spool of Clapton wire from Ud. Spool of Clapton wire from Ud. And they're super cheap. It's like eight bucks for the spool of Clapton wire. And I threw it in an RDA. And you know what? I notice the difference in the quality of vape. That spool of 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 Clapton wire from Yud performed like poo, tasted terrible. I would have rather used round wire. Not be, just because it's a Clapton doesn't mean it's going to be a good vape. That Clapton was a shit vape. And so I freshly cleaned out the goon. I took it all apart. I reinstalled some new M Turk Alien coils in here. Took a vape and I was just like, "Huh." Oh. That is glorious. That is absolutely glorious. I can make my own Fused Clapton's, but I can't make Aliens. So I would love, love to buy some Aliens from Turk. They just vape so well. And if you don't believe me, I'll, you know what? I'll try to, well, let's, we'll, we'll try this at an event, right? We'll get some crummy uh, Clapton's from UD and I'll throw it on an RDA and then I'll, in the same RDA you know, in the same, like, get two BMI Goldies or something like that. We'll set one up with Crummy Clapton's, and we'll set one up with Aliens, and you tell me which one you like better, and I guarantee you it's going to be the Aliens because the flavor is great. The performance is off the charts. Sorry, I don't mean for this vlog to be so ranty. Let me just have a vape here. Oh, baby. And you know what? As much as I love absolutely love this dewy boba juice it is a coil destroyer this is probably a week old and these coils are just blackened they are blackened with blackened sugary artificial sweetener stuff on there they're still performing good they're still performing great the problem is they're so like blackened that you know and that when that happens it, it tweaks with your flavor you know and it messes with your ramp-up time. So I'm definitely going to have to re-wick this. I think I'm going to bring this with me, with me to Vegas as well. Good. Good, good, good. I'm really excited today. This has been a it's been a good it's been a busy day, but it's been a really good day. So We already talked about a lot of advocacy regarding the FDA, HR 2058, Cole Bishop Amendment. We did YouTubers for advocacy. We did uh, updated the battery list. We did what I've been vaping. Oh, I want to talk real fast before we get to the beer section about this anarchist. So I was an idiot, and last week, uh, like I said, I wasn't doing much of anything you know, vaping wise. I wasn't fiddling like I normally do or really paying attention to anything like I normally do. I was like, like focused like a goddamn laser beam on advocacy. And I was vaping and vaping and vaping this anarchist mod and it stopped working. And I look and the battery was at zero. And I was like, oh, that sucks. I know that's not good. So I plugged it into my good charger Let it sit for about two hours, came over, still at zero. I'm like, oh, mother effer, mother effer. And so I plugged it into another charger and I let it sit for a couple more hours. I went back and it was still at zero. And I was like, fuck, did I ruin this? Did I just break this anarchist, you know, Celera DNA 200 mod? So I took it apart. I thought maybe the battery came off. Maybe the battery came loose. So I took out four screws. This slides off like a C-frame. I'm inspecting the battery, I'm looking, I'm like, no, all the connections are good, everything's good, shit. So I put it all back together and I'm like, I can't vape this and that really bums me out. So I want to give a shout out to VapingBad from the Evolve Forum. He posted the solution like, I don't know, a few months ago. Evidently, this is a problem if you run your LiPo packs too low. What you have to do is plug it into your eScribe software and... There's a couple of steps you do. Device monitor, press diagnostics, you go to the advanced menu, and you perform a USB recovery charge. Then this, what it did, I plugged it in, and my battery was reading completely dead in the Evolve eScribe software. So when I finally performed this USB recovery charging, it would like it was a flat line, right? And it was like somebody coming back to life. It was like, boop like a little pulse of energy to your battery. And then it would go a little bit and then a little bit more and then a little bit and then a little bit and then a little bit and then a little bit. And And what it does is it's like, it looked like it was like pulsing, like resuscitating my battery back to life. And eventually it was like these big spikes where it's like, here's seven volts, here's seven volts, here's seven volts, you know? And then finally it got up to like a reasonable like level, like higher on the graph. And so I unplugged it and I looked and it was like at 12%. So I was like, oh. Ah! so I plugged it back into the charger, charged it back up to a hundred percent, but Thank you. Thank you to Mr. Vaping Bad. I don't know who you are. You're on the Evolve forum. You posted the solution to this. Perform USB recovering charging. If you ever vape your lipos to zero, which please never vape your lipos to zero, but if you happen to do, if you happen to get so sidetracked by advocacy that you vape your batteries to zero, you can do the USB recovery charging and kind of bring them back to life and then don't, don't do that again. So, Anyway, now that that's over with, I am feeling good, I'm feeling thirsty, this is already a long vlog, let's get some freaking beer in the tank. know a couple of scenes in my last couple vlogs were out of focus and i apologize i I, i'm trying to i'm looking at it from far away right and so i see like the focus lines and i'm like yeah it looks all in focus so i hit record and then sometimes it'll like uh, like slightly skip and put me slightly out of focus but anyway anyway we're here to taste some freaking beer so gotta give a quick shout out to uh the guys over there at Vader Vapor in San Diego in the Mission Valley area. I it's one of the first shops I visited when I first moved down here and they were just warm and welcoming and the nicest group of people ever. And so they had their 2-year anniversary party recently and so I went up there just to hang out and you know whatever. See the cloud comp and I and I walk in he's like I got beer. I got beer for you in the back. So I'm like yeah, that's right. Let's do this. So we went into the back, we were drinking beer and he sent me home. With a bottle of this, this comes from Unibro. Um, Unibro. Anyway, these bottles are really recognizable if you're a beer guy. I love the way all of their art and graphic looks. It reminds me of like a uh, like a power metal album cover. There's like a winged horse. What's a horse without? What's a unicorn with wings but without the horn? What's a horse with wings? A Pegasus. Anyway, there's a Pegasus flying what over, what looks like a friggin'. Chapel like the haunted mansion. Anyway, this is called Trois Pistoles and it's a 9% Belgian bottle fermented ale, bottle fermented ale brewed with spices. And would you look at that? Would you just look at that? There's a cork on top, and we all know how I feel about corks. But anyway, I clicked over to Beer Advocate real fast. I didn't realize this beer was so highly rated. It has a 900, 900, what? A 94% and a 100%. So they're basically calling this a world class beer. This is brewed in Canada, hence the French name. Let's see what one of the top reviewers had to say they say it's available year-round and I have honestly I've tried other beers from this brewery but I have not tried this particular beer top reviewer says one of my favorite beers every sip is a different delicious taste sent to my brain top pick from Canada's finest brewery will hold its own against Belgian ales nice at the end of a meal or for lunch instead of a heavy latte Five and a half years till finally found on tap at Volo's and it's really not as good on tap. Huh. Not as much body and taste, although the aroma was there. Interesting. I'm really excited to try this. You know, I love Belgian style dark ales. I'm going to be bringing a couple bottles of beer with me to, uh, to Las Vegas. And, uh, I'm going to bring, uh, goldenrock. that's where, that's where I was going with this story, is I'm going to bring goldenrock with me, so I apologize if this is too loud for the Zoom, I'm going to take this cork out, oh, fucking hey, cork, I hate you, cork, I hate you so bad, all right, good, we're doing good, mm, hmm mm. I'm going to be pouring this into a traditional uh, tulip style glass Since it is a Belgian style ale And this is a dark, dark beer Doesn't look to be too carbonated or effervescent Give it a heavy pour Try to get a bit of head on there Yeah, look at that That is a good, that is a good pour, Grim Green It's got a very light, tan, khaki head on there The color of it is just dark blackness of death it smells good. You know what it smells like is uh, a lot of these dark Belgian ales have like a like a black currant sort of raisiny flavor to them. That's kind of what I'm getting from this. But anyway, shout out to Vader Vapor over in Mission Valley, and uh, thank you for the beer, guys. Cheers. Here's to you. Yeah, it actually is pretty effervescent. Um, I'm getting some nice carbonation. It has like a... Uh, A woody, like, how can I describe this? Have you ever been to the Redwoods? (laughs) Have you ever seen a grown man naked? If you've ever been to the Redwoods up in Northern California, when you walk into the the Redwoods, there's these big, tall trees, and there's this little, tiny path, and you're surrounded by these big, tall trees that have, like, this canopy. And so it's, like, it's it's moist, and and there's this aroma of, like, like, Trees like tree bark like, but not like not like dusty tree bark like like dense like dense potting soil. There's like this aroma of dense potting soil in the air. That's exactly the flavor I'm getting from this. If I could be any more vague, I would. That's exactly the flavor I'm getting from this. It's like dense, rich potting soil. Dang, that's good. That is really good, and I. Oh, I literally have nothing to pair with it. And that is such a huge letdown. The only thing I can think of, sure, Mooey Liquids. <laughs> oh, that sucks. Uh, I don't have Donut Pounder or anything. I don't have Yig and anything. Oh, well, those are my two like beer tasting, you know, juices. I love Yig and I love the Pounder for juice. Let's try it with some Mooey Liquids Banana Milk because why not? Because you only live once. Nah, that's not really that good at all. Although this juice is delicious and this beer is delicious separately, but together they are, ooh, not, ooh, not, uh, I'm suddenly channeling Jeff Goldblum. They are not, uh, good together. Because why not? Let's try some Dewey Boba. I don't know. It's another option. It's like the only other option I have right now for a beer pairing. Mm. That's actually better. That's actually much, much better. It really, the beer actually complements the juice. It makes the dewy boba take on like this very much more creamy characteristic. Wow, I'm surprised. That actually worked pretty good. Yes, definitely. Definitely taking Dewey Boba with me to Vegas. I'm excited about it. Uh, I got it in an Easy Dripper, so maybe I'll actually use the Easy Dripper in the car. I am driving myself and Dwayne and Kent Twisted Messes to, uh, to Las Vegas. I couldn't be more excited. It's going to be Bro Trip 5, I think, uh, featuring Twisted Messes and... Uh, I'm just using a GoPro this whole time. The whole Vegas vlog is going to be 100% GoPro. I'm thinking about bringing my GH4, my DSLR camera, just for some shots of the event. But realistically, in my head, when I think about that, I go, I'm not going to have time to do that. When, what makes me think, Who? Why? how am I going to have time to do that? But I'm still going to try. I might just bring it anyway doesn't take up much space. But yeah, anyway, thank you to Vader Vapor for the Trois Pistoles. Very highly rated Belgian-style dark ale bottle fermented. But that's what I got for the beer section this week. Um, what do we do after the beer section? That's right, we do some quick shout-outs. It is shout-out. Still in focus? Good, good. I had to move my recorder, but that's neither here nor there. Let's get to some freaking shout outs. So Alex, Alex wrote to me back in February and he wrote, uh, hey Nick, my name is Alex and I'm an airman with the United States Air Force, currently stationed in North Dakota with such a stressful job working nuclear security. Coming home at the end of the day and catching a good vape while watching your vlog helps me unwind and catch up with what's going on in the vape community. Thank you for all your hard work and dedication to keeping the vape community informed on products and advocacy. If you could give a shout out to myself and all of the other service members who vape, I would be truly blessed. Thanks again. Sincerely, Alex. Absolutely. You know what? Absolutely. Boom. Right there. Bump it, Alex. I hope you still watch the vlogs because that's for you and every other uh, you know, service member that uh, vapes. If you uh, have an APO address, then we can absolutely send you juice. And if you are a service member and you enter a giveaway, absolutely you can enter the giveaway. I can ship to an APO address, so absolutely. Alex, thank you so much. Um, a fellow named Nick wrote to me again back in November. Uh, he writes to me and says, "What's up, Nick? It's Nick. That's right. We have the same name." I emailed you about two months ago asking for a shout out for my girlfriend as we are huge fans and it would mean a lot to her. Well, she can still be shouted out. After thinking about it for a while, I would like to retract my shout out request. I think, Nick, I think you're the first person to ever retract a shout out request. I have someone else who I feel is much more deserving and his name is Eric and he runs a shop in Hanover, Massachusetts. Listen, Nick's girlfriend don't be upset uh, by this. Um, it's not that Nick doesn't love you, it's just that he thinks someone else should deserve the shout out. You're not scoring a lot of points with your lady friend there, Nick. <laughs> Uh, Anyway, Eric, he runs a shop in Hanover, Massachusetts. We all watch the vlog on Thursday, and and he has you on his shop TV all the time. Eric is huge on advocacy and supporting local vape companies. He started out as my favorite shop owner and turned out to be a great friend. Nick, you're a good dude. Keep up the good work, and I will keep on vaping. Thanks, man. Have an awesome day. Absolutely. You know what? Nick, you are shouted out. Definitely Nick's girlfriend is shouted out. Don't be mad. And Eric... You are absolutely shouted out. I hope, uh, I wish you nothing but success over there in Hanover, Massachusetts. So let's get to, uh, let's get to another shout out. This is a birthday request. This is actually a birthday request. Do you remember Brandy, the girl that sent me that droid with R2D2 and it said, uh, What did it say on it? It said, bro, do you even beep boop that t-shirt? Brandy sent that to me and she has requested a shout out. She says, uh, we exchanged a whole mess of emails and she said, also, real quick, I'm not sure how your shout out folders work, but could you maybe throw mine in the May folder or market for May? Shane, her fiance's birthday is May 18th. And what is today? Today is May 19th. This is literally the closest I think I have ever gotten to a shout out on the person's birthday. Brandy, your note has been in my vlog notes for like months now. (laughs) It's just been sitting there and it says, Brandy, May 18th birthday. And that's all it said. And so today I look at the date and I go, oh, this vlog May 19th that's right and so yes absolutely uh, Brandy's fiance Shane happy birthday consider yourselves absolutely shouted out uh, let me get to this one before I get to a uh, let's I don't know I'm gonna do these a little bit out of order not that it matters but Tobias and I, I just I just picked this email because I like the name Tobias it reminds me of arrested development. So Tobias writes to me and says, hi Nick, my name is Tobias, I'm from Germany, and yes, you are absolutely, absolutely allowed to use the names. I want you to, I want to ask if you could give my fella Tobias, and it, what? You're Tobias, there's two Tobias's? Hmm. I wanted to ask if you could give my fella Tobias and his fiance Stephanie a big shout out on occasion of their wedding on April 30th. He would be really happy to get a shout-out from you, and it would be a nice surprise gift for him as well. Uh, we know now since nearly – we we've known each other now uh, nearly one and a half decades, which is basically half of my life. He is like a brother to me no matter what we have gone through. We knew we could get support from each other. I'm so grateful to know him, and I'm delighted he found such a wonderful wife. I think she is the perfect counterpart to him. We are both heavy smokers. I started smoking at the age of 15. I started smoking at the age of 13. That's just bananas because when I see a thirteen year old now, um, I, I was I was walking. Where was I walking recently in San Diego? I was walking downtown uh, in the little Italy, little Italy area of San Diego. We were going, where were we walking? Yogurt land? something. I don't honestly remember where we were going, but I was standing there on the corner and I was vaping, and this kid who was probably... 14, 13 or 14, he's like, Hey, can I buy a lighter off you for $5? And I was like, no, bro. And he's like, Oh, okay. And I was like, there's a kid, kid wants a lighter. There's a kid that is a child. I was, I was 14 when I started vaping 13. When I started, when I started vaping, when I started smoking 13 years old, when I started smoking, Is ridiculous because when I look at a 13-year-old now, I'm like, you're a child. You are a youth. You are a child. Anyway, smoking at the age of 15, he was a pack a day smoker and even some much more. Back in 2012, he bought an EVOD to quit smoking or at least to smoke less, but the addiction was too strong to quit completely. By the end of 2014, we both said, fuck it. Uh, We got so much better vape gear and we finally managed to quit. Absolutely. Both of the Tobiases and the Tobias wife are all absolutely shouted out. So let's get let's get to this last shout out. And this is one that I had flagged, and the subject of it is dad lung cancer and vaping. So this could be, you know, this could be kind of a tearjerker here so let's let's see what we got anthony wrote to me and said hey nick first of off uh let me thank you on behalf of the entire vaping community for your content and your entertainment absolutely it's it's honestly my pleasure anthony i just wanted to share something with you the timing seemed right during all of these vaping ads popping up and false discussions on social media my dad has been a smoker since 13 year old back in italy yes 13 i started smoking at 13 years old too He's been smoking 3 packs of Reds every day since as far as I can remember. About 5 years ago, he was diagnosed with lymphoma. After a long, hard battle, he beat it and was clear. Ever since then, I've been trying my best to get him to start vaping, using all the knowledge I gained from you and the great Mr. Bassardo. I took it took some time, but eventually he, like your brother, became a half and halfer. That's what we call a dual user. And for a few and a few months ago, he became a full-time vaper. However, they found some cancer had spread into his lungs. Thankfully, they were able to remove it all along with half of his lung. I asked the doctors if vaping had any effect on the outcome. Nick. Each of, the, each of the doctors agreed that if it wasn't for him switching to vaping, the outcome would have been much, much worse. His lung healed tremendously since the days of the old lymphoma, and they were able to remove what they needed much easier. They assured us that had he continued to smoke cigarettes, the cancer would have spread to a much larger area Possibly costing us his life. I know this may be a bit long for a vlog, but I just wanted to share my story of how vaping literally saved my family. Thanks for listening. Absolutely, absa fucking lutely. It, it's not a coincidence that the Royal College of Physicians in Europe in the UK just released their paper saying that vaping is 95 percent safer than traditional combustible tobacco cigarettes. That's not a coincidence. That's fucking science right there and yeah we know we know that vaping is better and unfortunately i'm sorry for getting so fired up the fda in their narrow mindedness is trying to take all of this away from us and not just the fda we have governors like the guy in new jersey who's trying to pass a flavor ban who only wants tobacco menthol and clove flavored e-liquids. That's all you're going to be able to buy in New Jersey. Tobacco, menthol, and clove flavored e-liquids. And then we have California Governor Jerry Brown, who's being ridiculous and passing all of this horrible SBX 2-5. We're now tobacco products. We're going to get tax-like tobacco products. There's no more vaping inside. No more this, that, and the other. Uh, you're going to have to register as a tobacco, you know, as a tobacconist if you want to keep your shop open. That is Oh, it's absurd. It's absurd. It just makes me so insane. I apologize. I apologize because whenever I think about the FDA and these narrow-minded politicians, it just makes me insane. Anyway, I'm going to wrap up these shout-outs. That's what I got. Um, Yeah, that's what I got for shout-outs now. Unfortunately, I don't have a getting to know Grim Green segment this week, but if you guys have any suggestions for maybe what you would like to see out of that segment, any, you know you know, not overtly personal stuff like that, um, but just, I don't know, anything that you want to know more about, Um, you know, when was the first time I saw the Transformers movie, or anything about Star Wars, or, you know, what my favorite kind of shoes are, for anybody wondering, it's, it's New Balance, I just bought a pair of New Balance shoes, and they're just fantastic, but anyway, Don't have any of that. What we do after the shoutouts time, I think it's finally time to get into some first impressions. So I actually have three tanks, one mod, and one RDA to do a first impressions for this week. And uh, let's just start with this because I have it right in front of me. Beyond Vape, Cloud Kicker Society, you remember like about a year ago, they released the Kaze RDA, or I kept calling it the Kaze, but I think it was the Kaze, I'm not really sure, I'm going to keep calling it Kaze because I don't know any better, (coughs) oh, pardon me, sorry, (coughs) sorry, Sheik, that was really gross, anyway, this is the V2, this is the Kaze V2, so basically what they did is they added an extra air hole, (laughs) whereas before the K's had one air hole at the top and then it went down and then it went in. Now this has two air holes that go in and then down. The airflow adjustment is still incredibly thick and I had a bit of a struggle getting this build in here. I like to, you know, I like to not play by the rules because I'm like a bad boy or whatever. Not really, actually none of that's true. I wanted to build this case with a three millimeter 22 gauge coil, that's just what I wanted to put in there. So I did it, I built it in there and the deck is a little bit awkward. I'll show you a picture of it, but it's a two post deck but the posts have like these big notches cut out of them and then screws to capture your wire. The problem is the more that you screw down that positive screw, you can kind of see it in that picture, it's bent. Like it is straight up bending in like this. Like this is the negative post. The positive post is clearly bent over a little bit. And I can look at it right now and see that it's clearly bent over. And that's not from me being overly harsh on it or anything like that. But it's just from screwing that down and capturing two leads under there. Because, you know, think about it. It's like a clamp like this. It's like a C frame, right? Lead goes here screw goes down, the harder you screw this screw down, it's gonna push up against that threading and it's gonna push that post backward and so, that's what happened on the very first build I ever did on it. Now, with the original K's, I had to build small coils. I built like little two millimeter, 24 gauge micro coils in there, and it worked great. But I'm like, bah! I like big diameter coils. I want to put what I want to put in it. So I built some bigger three millimeter, 22 gauge wire, uh, anarchist wire coils in there. And i am got them and I'm glowing them and I'm building them. I just got this today, by the way, I'm glowing them and I'm, I, they're awesome. And I wick them and I'm like, bah, that's awesome. So I juice them all up and then I put the cap on and I go to take a toot. And it's like the most harsh, acrid, horrible shit I've ever had in my mouth. And I was like, Oh, Oh, oh did I not juice it enough? Like that could have been a dry wick. And so I'm looking at it and I fire it and I'm looking down there. The airflow is touching the coils all it did was create one sharp hot spot right across there. It didn't vaporize any juice. It just gave me like 80 watts of a single hot spot into my mouth. And so I'm like, fuck, I'm going to have to rebuild this. And I think I'm going to rebuild it tomorrow. I think for now I'm going to leave it. But all I did was I grabbed my tweezers and I pushed the coils down just a little bit. And if you look at these coils right now, they are below the edge, not completely below, but they are about halfway below the edge of the deck. You have to really press these coils down because otherwise that airflow adjustment is gonna come down on the inside and press against your coils. The new airflow, the two airflows that goes in and down and then at your coils, is great. It's nice and swooshy. It's like a very slightly restricted lung hit. You definitely couldn't mouth to lung it but when you straight lung it it's a little bit you get a little bit of resistance but the flavor man the case has always been a flavor rda i'm glad they kept down that road because the world needs all kinds of rda's flavor rda's clouds bro clouds rda's this this right here is a flavor rda good the flavor is delicious. This is Epicloud's Donut Pounder, which has, along with Lane Cove My it's become my juice that I test all new things with. It's a juice I've been vaping the longest. I'm very, very familiar with the flavor profile. And if I don't taste that flavor profile in something, that's kind of how I gauge the flavor on it. But it's performing like a champ, and the flavor on this is just delightful. One of the reasons I want to rebuild this is it's a little hot. It's 0.22. I have it 75 watts. It's giving me four volts. <gasps> it's just hot. The outside of this after like, pardon me, I'm all burpy and gassy. The outside of this after like two or three drags is hot. It's just, it's almost too hot to touch. It's got this big Delrin drip tip on top. And uh, I have to like, you know, you purse up your lips and you just kind of press it against there because if you put it in your mouth, this top cap of this atomizer, it's hot, it gets hot after a couple drags, but it is, oh, the vape quality is so good, let me get over to beyond vape, and actually see how much this is, this literally just came in, just, just came in today, I just built it, uh, Oh, they have the Goon in black. I might like to buy the Goon in black. That, that is a cool looking atomizer. All right, here we go. CKS Aria built K's version 2, $90 atomizer. You know what? The K's version 1 was expensive too, so I don't know why I expected the K's version 2 to be any cheaper. It's a $90 atomizer. It does include this dual airflow, but it also includes a Cloudsboro Clouds cap that has enormous airflow. We're talking like phenotype style, just no resistance, just (gasps) airflow like that. It's ridiculous. It does come with uh, a drip tip. It comes with a gold cap. It comes with a gold drip tip. It comes with this Delrin drip tip. Um, 90 bucks, man. That's expensive. Obviously, like with all my first impressions, I'm going to have to spend way, way more time with this before I Feel comfortable talking about it on video. Really knowing the price now, I really want to put this thing through its paces and see if, to me, this is a $90 atomizer. I've changed the Aliens game in my normal review videos to the FDA game where I ask if the FDA came and took all of my vape stuff. Is this something I would seek out and buy again? This is a $90 freaking atomizer and the Airflow Oh, the airflow is so nice and smooth and swooshy, and the flavor is just great. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know about that. We'll see, I'll put a link down in the description to where you can check it out, but like with all my first impressions, I'm gonna spend, wow, way more time with that. Next up on the first impression list is this guy. So people, I just got this today, okay? And there's already people that have reviews for this out, I just got it. I didn't know anything about it until I got it. And this is the Limitless RDTA, which, come on, man. Can we just call it a tank? I mean, (sighs) RDTA. So there's, let's just go over the list real fast. There's. RBA. That was the first one. That was rebuildable atomizer. RBAs. That's all that used to be was RBAs. RBA, rebuildable atomizer. Then there was RDAs, rebuildable dripping atomizers. Then there was RTAs, rebuildable tank atomizers. Then there was the RTDA, which was the rebuildable tank dripping atomizer. And now Limitless has introduced the RDTA, which is Wait, did I already say that? No, there's the RTDA. This is the RDTA, Rebuildable Dripping Tank Atomizer. Confused? Yeah. Can you see how someone just getting into vaping would have no fucking idea what we're all talking about? Anyway, this is the RDTA, and it is a Genesis-style tank. Um, If I had to compare it to something I've used recently, I would say that this is at least 12 times better than The Theorem. Um, The Theorem is my only other experience with these type of Genesis style, you know, where the wicks go down into the tank. You have a deck on top, you have, uh, you know, a velocity style deck, and then you have wick holes where your wicks go down into your tank. And all I can see in my tank is wick. It is almost pure wick in there. I don't know how long or short to cut these wicks. I'm still experimenting. So far, it's vaped all of the juice out of there and now the, the wicks are simply just wet. They're just wet wicks in there. There's no juice or anything. What's great. What's great about this RDTA is the way you put it together. It's got a great deck, velocity style deck. This top cap comes off and then like the theorem, you have notches for your wicks. So you just put your wicks in those notches, and then you put the glass down, and then you screw down the silver part right here. And the silver part right here has a huge hole for filling up your juice. You can just lay your juice in there. It is full. I can see my wicks floating around. And then you pop on this top cap and the top cap has airflow and you put that right at your coils. And when you put that top cap on, it covers up the fill hole with an O-ring on the top and the bottom. It's got an adjustable airflow on top, which you can open way, way up for Clouds Bro Clouds. I mean, no resistance. I close it more than halfway down. I close it about three quarters of the way down and it's suddenly the flavor is amazing. This is a dual coil. I just use the coils they included. I've gotten to the habit of doing that. If a vendor includes pre-built coils in their little kit when you get your tanker atomizer, those are the first things I throw on there because Why not? They included them, so obviously they want you to use them. I'm imagining this is like their idealized, like, use these coils. That's how we want you to use it. These, I believe, are Twisted Canthal. They came out to 0.32 ohms. I have it set to 60 watts, 4.4 volts. Great. The flavor on it, really good. The airflow is unbelievably nice and swooshy. This is the most soft airflow you know what I mean like if there was a scale between really turbulent airflow and just smooth soft airflow this is the most smooth soft airflow I've ever experienced it's just oh it's so nice good it's so good This is an item that just came in today, and I know here's something I noticed is that's the drip tip. That's what they want you to use. They want you to put this little nubbity angled bit into your mouth, which I guess works fine. But what I found works even better, Kennedy. This is a Kennedy 24 drip tip. It fits perfectly in there. It adds a touch of height to it. It's perfectly matchy-matchy with the rest of it. It looks cool, and you can put it in your mouth much better. You keep the atomizer a little bit farther away from your mouth, kind of keep that heat away from yourself, and it's great. I'm surprised, man. I am really surprised with this. Uh, It was like an epiphany like taking it apart because obviously that's the first thing you do when you get a new product is you take it all apart and you disassemble it and see how it works and I'm like oh okay so there's the deck I pulled the top off I'm like oh cool there's the deck oh there's the the wick holes okay so oh, this part screws off. That is brilliant. Oh, that's where you fill it. That is brilliant. Oh, that's where your wicks go. That is brilliant. Oh, the glass just pops right off. That is brilliant. It was like everything about this tank. I was like, yes, 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 yes. And then I started vaping it and it's been wicking my juice. Great. These are these are big three millimeter coils in here. So that's a lot of wick down in that tank, but I can still see bubbles and juice and wick and Dude, it's awesome. And if you vape your tank dry, it's a it basically becomes a dripper. One, two, three, four, five. Basically just becomes a dripper. I just dripped in there and that's the vape, that's the juice that I'll vape first. I'm really, really trying not to overpack for Las Vegas, but this is something that I kind of really, really want to bring with me. So, like with all my first impressions, I'm going to spend way, way more time with that. I even want to, I just want to see how much it is. I'm going to click over to VaporHub.com just to see how much this tank is. What? It's only 34 bucks, Bro. What? $34? bucks? is crazy good price. That is, wow. Wow. Okay. So, cool, man. 34 bucks for that tank is a really good deal for that quality of a vape. That is good, Limitless. Wow, man, really good. Wow, I'm impressed Limitless, really good, 34 bucks for that. But, like I always say, with all my first impressions, I'm gonna need to spend way more time with that before I feel comfortable talking about it on video. I do desperately wanna see how it holds up in the real world. This is gonna be a really quick first impression. This is the Aspire Atlantis, Atlantis? Aspire Nautilus X. And it is just absolute garbage. It is supposed to be a mouth-to-lung tank, which it does somewhat accomplish. It's a tiny little two-mil tank. uses a tiny little coil head, and it is a super, super tight airflow. It is mouth-to-lung tank. And you're assuming with this little tank and this little airflow that you would have really good flavor. The flavor on this is is some of the worst flavor that I've ever had. I have the same juice in here as I have in this Silo 2000 from Mod Crate, or Crush. One of those juices, just been vaping forever. I know exactly how it should taste. Ready? In this, beautiful, beautiful, glorious strawberry champagne flavor. Yeah, oh, that's the stuff. It is good. It is good, good juice. Put that same juice in here. It literally, quite literally, and I'm not exaggerating in any way, tastes like I'm vaping nothing. It just tastes like zero. Just tastes like empty space. It just tastes like nothing. Just zero. It is so annoying. Nothing. No flavor. No flavor. Zero flavor. It is the weirdest experience of my life. And I know it's producing vapor. It's not running dry. I'm emptying my tank. The juice is going in there. It's not dry in any capacity. It's just completely flavorless. It is so effing weird. I I don't know. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to try the other coil head out and see if that improves it at all. I might even turn down the airflow, which for the record, the airflow adjustment on this is just, just the worst. It's this little ring on top that spins incredibly, incredibly freely, just spins around like crazy, right? And so you kind of have to Okay, that is the airflow, turns down to the lowest possible setting. Nothing. It literally tastes like nothing. I don't want to ever vape this ever again. Ridiculous. That is ridiculous. I can't believe the severe lack of flavor on that Nautilus X. It is Bad. Bad move, Aspire. You know what? It's like you're hit and miss. It's like, I love the Atlantis version too. I love it. Hated the Cledo, Salito, Cledo coils. Hated the Cledo tank. I know a lot of people like it. I hated it. Hated the Cledo. Love, love the Play Doh. I love the Aspire Play Doh. I just think it's great. And now the Nautilus X comes out and it's junky. It's terrible. It's just garbage. It's like, One really good thing, one really bad thing. One really good thing, one really bad thing. I don't get it. I don't get it, Aspire. What I need in my life from Aspire is consistency and flavor. Hello, flavor. So I got two more things here on the first impressions that I wanted to talk about. Right on top, let's start there. This is the K-Fun version 5, man. I didn't know this thing was coming out uh, at all. I was still using my K-Fun Mini V3 for some mouth-to-lung vaping, and I was loving every second of it. I still think that's an amazing tank. And then Flo messages me on Facebook. He's like, ooh, you're going to have vape mail today. And I was like, okay, buddy. I was like, what is it? He's like, k 5. And I was like, okay, well, now you're just messing with me because that's not a real thing. And then I thought, well, you do work for Svoimesto. You probably know what you're talking about. Sure enough, K-Fun version 5 showed up and it is good. Oh, it's good. I've been using it for about four days now. It's a top fill tank. It is the k Mini V3, bigger. Everything is bigger. It's that exact deck, but bigger. It's the exact exact top fill system, but bigger. It's the exact chimney, but bigger. It's the exact same juice, you know, control system, but bigger. The one thing that the K-Fun version 5 has that the K-Fun mini V3 does not is great airflow and great airflow adjustment. This is the first K-Fun thing, K-Fun device, K-Fun tank that you can do a lung hit on. I mean, I guess you could do them on the old ones, but this one is made for lung hitting. It is a restricted, slightly restricted lung hit. Anyway, this is Rainbow Sherbet in the dark in here. I have it on top of the mod I'm going to be talking about next, which is the Relo RX200S. It is just a fantastic vape. This is with the airflow fully open. Oh, it's good. The flavor the flavor is so dense and so like fully saturated in your mouth. Oh, it's good. This is this is one of the best products of 2016 already. I can already feel it. And when I'm doing that best of 2016 video, the K Fun 5 is going to be firmly. Firmly planted in that top five. I just have a feeling it's so good and the way that you adjust the airflow is Brilliant, you can leave it on your device you pop this little collar up at the bottom And you can see there's hash marks, so that's full open. That's a little bit more closed That's a little bit more closed. This is down to one and then you pop it back down and that's it And now you're in mouth to lung mode It's much tighter and then you can go straight mouth-to-lung mode and it's good oh it's good you can do mouth-to-lung and the flavor is great unlike that Aspire the flavor in this mouth-to-lung is just fantastic (laughs) so I'm gonna open this back up all the way because I love these K-Fun restricted lung hits it's it's just delightful the flavor on it you guys I don't have a scale for flavor, like I've said a million times in my reviews, but if there was a 10, which I don't think anything is a 10, I don't ever want to rate anything a 10 because that means nothing could ever be better, but if there was a 10, this is as close to a 10 as I've ever had in seven years of vaping. The flavor is just unbelievably off the charts. This combo right here of the Relo and the K-Fun is absolutely going to be my driving to Las Vegas. Vape, uh, I need a tank when I when I drive, or an easy dripper or something like that. This is definitely what I'm bringing. But what the K-Fun 5 is sitting on top of is that new Relo. It's the Relo RX200S, kind of like how the iPhone does like the iPhone 5, iPhone 5S, iPhone 6, iPhone 6S. Think of it like that, I guess. It's just the most updated version of the Relo. It's the Releau, inside and out, same housing, same battery compartment, same kind of aqua blue plastic color for the batteries to sit in, same exact back door. In fact, I think the old back door will fit on here fine. Let me go grab one. Yeah, boom! Just like that. That's that custom, grim green one that uh, Vaporway USA made for me. Fits on there just fine. It's the exact, exact same door. The only difference that I know of so far is that it's got a different screen. It's got a very cool, big screen on here. I'll show you guys a picture, but the display just looks gorgeous it is beautiful there's a battery level indicator there's your wattage up and down it shows you your voltage it shows you your amps it shows you your resistance it supports temperature control for nickel titanium stainless steel and custom TCRs i've honestly like always just been rocking it in normal wattage mode let me get the original let me get the original door back on here but yeah it's been uh It's been good. It's the Relo. You know what I mean? If you like the Relo, you're going to like the Relo RX200S. If you don't like the Relo, don't bother. It's got a bigger screen. That's the new thing. It's got a bigger, classier... I just love the way this screen looks. It just looks really cool. The buttons are nice and clicky, tactile feeling. It's very ergonomic, but it's, it's a chunky thing. You know what I mean? This is not super pocket friendly. It's very table friendly. It's very hand friendly, but that's about it. I I like the Relo. I've been using the Relos like crazy. It was in my top five favorite things of 2015. I think it's just a great affordable mod and this is the newest Bestest, most bestest version of the Relo, and I'm assuming I don't see any prices anywhere. It hasn't come out yet. I'm assuming it's gonna be around the same price. The original Relo was like 45 bucks, maybe 50 bucks when it first launched, and those prices fell quickly. I heard of people getting them for like 30, like 29 bucks for a brand new Relo. All you need is three 18650s be sure to marry them. I, uh, these are all married. They're in a, you know, a three-way monogamous, uh, you know, sort of polyamorous relationship, I guess, but it's cool, man. It's the Relo and this combo, this Relo K-Fun combo has been on my desk. It's been my go-to vape. I literally, I literally love everything about this right now. So yeah, it's the Relo RX200S and it's very cool. It is very very cool. I apologize. I realized I'm I just realized I'm not using a pop filter, so my P's and S's might sound a little bit uh, might sound a little bit crazy like a crazy person. But I think that's going to wrap up all of my first impressions. We covered a lot of stuff already in this vlog. Just here's a heads up. Don't buy that Nautilus X until I can get some flavor out of that, I would say never buy that Nautilus X. One thing that I have been using that is surprisingly convenient are these dumb little wafer things from the Easy Cloud company. They just sit on your desk and they hold your atomizers up. And I never really felt a need for these. I'm like, I don't care. I don't need those. I've got mod stands. And if my atomizer's not on a mod, it's on... My, you know, it's on my mod stand or something like that. But when I'm lining up stuff to cleaning, when I go through my weekly clean, I, cl- I clean a bunch of atomizers at the same time, like five or six at a time. I'm always like setting them upside down so they'll stand up. No longer, just this little thing. I just set it there, pop my atomizer in it, and I'm like, hey, Wow, that's actually really convenient. So anyway, that's the first impressions and final review of that. We have already covered a lot this week. What I want to do after some first impressions is I'm going to air this out a little bit, and then we're going to do some retro vaping. All right, so what are we what are we going to be retro vaping today? Well, we are going to be retro vaping a tank. This is a <laughs> I used to love. I used to love these freaking tanks. I have a very vivid, vivid, <coughs> pardon me, memory of vaping one of these tanks filled with Moots juice. Um, that's it's an old, old amber juice filled with Moots juice at the Nightmare Tattoo Shop while I was waiting to get tattooed. That's how vivid a memory I have of this. In fact, I have vivid memories of vaping this tank outside when I was on graveyard shift at Starbucks, sitting outside, freezing my little face off in the wintertime, just trying to vape as much as I can. The tank is the iClear 30. Now, I'm not sure... If this is the iClear 30 or the iClear 30S, I think this is just the original iClear 30. So this is what we all used once upon a time. Those of us that used them, that's what we used, I guess. It is a Miser tank. And the idea was you had a tank and then you had, let's see, one, two, three, four. You had four sets of four silica wicks. And it kind of came down like this octopus, and at the top they were all connected by a dual coil. So there was a coil on the bottom to connect these two, and then a coil on the top to connect these two, right? And it was a top-fill tank. And you just put your juice in there, bleh, you let it soak up the up the silica wicks to your coils, and then you vaped it. And it was a full-on mouth-to-lung vape. The airflow on this is so incredibly tight. Oh, my gosh. It is the tightest airflow. Wow, I wonder if I could... Hmm. I'm trying to replicate that really, really tight airflow with this Nautilus X. Still really bad. Still really, really terrible flavor. So what are we going to be vaping this on? So I used to vape this on like... uh, regulated mods. But I'm looking through all my mods and stuff and I'm like, what do I want to vape that iClear 30 on? I know I want to do the iClear 30 for retro vaping, but what do I want to vape it on? And then it dawned on me. I saw this sitting in a pile of a bunch of other tube mods. My favorite, favorite green silver bullet. This was... I, I didn't go anywhere without my green silver bullet. It was the king it, i mean it was my favorite favorite mod of all time i used to rock it with a kick and a little 18490 battery i believe was in there what i'm going to do is throw an 18650 in there let me make sure yeah it has the spring i wonder if this is even going to work anymore that will be interesting if this silver bullet doesn't work anymore i can put this on something else so what i'm going to have to do is fill up with fill this up with juice and then i'm going to have to like let it sit and actually wick because there's no way to like you know speed up the wicking process because the wicks go down to the bottom and the coil head is at the top so wow I wonder those wicks aren't absorbing any juice whatsoever that is creepy as fuck so usually oh no there they go Oh, wow, that is weird. When you get a silica wick wet, it turns transparent. And I can slowly see... You can act, you can literally see the juice wicking up these silica wicks as they turn more and more transparent. Wow, that's weird. That is super weird. Anyway, I filled this up with some 3-milligram Lane Cove Nola just because I, it's just what I had sitting in here. So I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to kind of roll this around a little bit. I want to get I want to make sure that all the wicks get wet and that the coils up at the top get wet as well. Now, these are silica wicks, so you can't really get a dry hit on them because silica won't burn. It doesn't burn like if you apply a hot coil to it. It doesn't burn the way that cotton will burn. It's a different kind of dry hit. It's not great, but it's just a different kind of dry hit. One of the things that I used to think was just so great on these iClear 30s was this like ball joint swivel tip. So you could have it facing back at you or just straight up or off to the side or off to this side or facing forward if you want to vape like this. I just thought it was I just thought it was so cool. I was like, whoa, such innovation. The ball joint drip tip. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. Let's give it a shot. I really I really am anxious to vape this. You know what? Let me pause for a second. I'm going to let this wick just a little bit before I take that first dry hit. <sighs> well, silver bullet's fucked. Um, I went to take a toot and the spring collapsed. And now it smells like melted spring in there. Um, Melted the wrap on my battery. Now the battery is hot, great. I don't know if it was this iClear 30 that shorted out this Silver Bullet, but something did. I pressed the button, I pressed, I don't know what happened. I pressed the button, it melted the spring and melted the wrap on my battery. That was incredibly strange. So, sorry Silver Bullet, you do not get to get vaped today. Let's see if it'll work on this Relo. RX200S, 2.3 ohms, holy crap. So I'm gonna turn this down in the wattage department. Yeah, so it won't let me go above 36 watts on the RELO because that's nine volts on a 2.2 ohm coil. So I'm gonna turn this down to, ooh, where can we end up? 9.6 watts. I don't think a Relo in the history of Relo owners, has ever been vaped at 9.6 9. watts. I can hear it crackling, let's take a vape. 9.6 watts, that's giving me 4.6 volts on a 2.2 2 ohm coil. Nope, it is not wicked in there at all. I mean juiced, like it is not, the juice is not getting to that coil. Wow, it is, it's getting there. Nope, that was a dry hit. Okay. okay, okay, I'm gonna need to let this wick for another second or two here. Wow, that is a terrible vape. That is just the worst vape. I don't remember it being quite that bad. Of course, eh, you know, back when this <laughs> back when this was popular, we weren't using VG heavy juices at all. You battery are gone. You're a dead battery. We weren't using VG heavy juices at all. It was all like either 50-50 PG VG stuff or just full-on pure VGs or pure PG stuff. So really, really thin. I think the VG in this juice is what's giving me problems. Let's try it again. It's too full now. It's I filled it up way too full. Bad. Wow, that's really bad. The flavor is actually better Better than on that Nautilus X. I can't believe it's vaping this well. I'm amazed right now. Amazed! Wow, there you go. I haven't, I don't think I have vaped at 9.6 watts in. I don't know, three years, maybe longer, maybe four years. I mean, this is back. This is this iClear 30, I think, came out in 2011. I'm gonna go back and try to find my original video. And I remember saying that I really, really liked it. I remember like talking about how I didn't really like the wicks, but I really liked the vape I'm getting from it, blah, 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 this, that, and the other. It's crazy how fast things get outdated. I'm sure there is still a shop somewhere in the in the United States that is still trying to sell these iClear 30 tanks like they bought you know like 2,000 of them for their shop because oh these are going to be the next big thing and then they got outdated so quickly that they're still sitting on stock well shit there you go and that was actually quite a bit of performance from this stupid little tank wow stupid, stupid performance from this dumb little tank. Well, I'm sorry, Silver Bullet. I'm not quite sure what happened there. Remind me to not ever use this Silver Bullet ever again, because I believe that's the second time it's actually melted the spring on the inside. I threw a replacement spring in there, and it melted it again. So whatever. What are you going to do? I remember my original Vivi Nova did that too. Yeah, my O-game's getting a little bit better. I've been practicing a lot. So, anyway, that's that's what I got for retro vaping. This is something that I am not going to be keeping around. Usually with my retro vapes, I try to Keep them around just for a little bit, maybe another day or two just to be like, ha-ha, this is fun, retro vaping, blah, blah, blah. But I love this K-Fun so much, I just want to put it back on here. Now, vaping this K-Fun, 0.34 ohms at 96 watts is 1.8 volts. There you go. Ohm's law in action. What does 1.8 volts feel like? Answer, nothing. There's a little bit. That's 1.8 volts. There you go. The screen on this is getting hot. The screen on that is getting really hot, and that is weird. Anyway, I'm going to wrap this vlog up. I'm not, I'm not even going to... Okay, here, 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 here. So, like I said... I Oh, okay. I can't get mad. Like You can't get mad at a fire engine, okay? You, that's the same reason you can't get mad at an ambulance. There's probably people... That are not doing great, and that's why they called the ambulance, and that's why they're not doing great. So before I go, I want to just quickly announce the uh, giveaway winner, um, the Support HR 2058 giveaway, Vaping Saved My Life. It's a little sign. What I wanted to do is take a sign like that to Vegas, and instead of posting hand checks or, va- you know, pictures of People that I meet in Las Vegas, I would like to take pictures of me with people holding the vaping saved my life uh, sign. So, what I think I'm gonna do is get a new piece of paper and I'm gonna like print out a big like vaping saved my life and then uh, hashtag or hashtag vaping saves lives and use that to take pictures with people and with mods and stuff like that just so you know what I mean like I said before I can't go back to just business as usual I don't want to just start posting pictures of mods and start posting posters of you know posting pictures of like oh here's me and Kent again for the 80th time but if I can work some like hashtaggy advocacy in there, like all the pictures from Vegas are gonna say vaping saved my life, then that could be like a thing that could generate some attention or some momentum. So I don't know, Uh, what I wanna do is pick the winner. Uh, I've been looking through, I've been looking through the hashtag. There were a couple few hundred entries. I was actually surprised that there weren't more entries. I mean, I feel like it's a pretty rockin' little giveaway and uh, maybe it's that people weren't comfortable posting that I mean I get that like if you're not if you if you have an Instagram and it's like all your friends and family and maybe some of them don't know that you vape or this that and the other I mean there's probably a thousand excuses but there's one in particular that I did want to say there was a lot of uh, like mommy meow uh, vaping saved my mom's life and it's and it's her and a picture of her kid and there's there was a couple of the pictures of their kids there was this guy who did a Photoshop job on a uh, on a billboard, it said, support HR 2058, vaping saved my life, Grim Green on, you know, he photoshopped that onto a billboard. There was a lot of really good ones. Let me find some other ones here. I really liked this one. Vaping saved my life. It's like a tattoo, like flash style, American traditional art. That is very cool as well. But there was one person, one person in particular. This guy took a picture with his dog and his kid. Oh, I I can't. I can't pass that up. That's it, Bill. Bill, you are the winner. My daughter is the reason I quit using traditional tobacco products and switched to vaping. Without the variety of products that I have had at my disposal, I would have never quit smoking. There you go. That's you. That's you, sir. Uh, Billy. Your name's Billy, right? And my brother's texting me. Bill. Bill. Mr. Bill. Bill, Bill, Bill. Bill, 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 bill. Uh, Please, uh, that's all you have to do. You don't have to do anything. I will contact you on Instagram. Ask for your name and address. Again, um, I won't be able to ship out your prize until after VPX Las Vegas because that's where I'm going to be this weekend. But congratulations, Bill. Look at you and, and your daughter and your dog. And that is just a great picture. And I can't pass that up. You won. You're, you're fantastic. And uh, thank you. And thank you to everybody. Literally... Everybody, in fact, you know what? Let me screen capture that so I don't forget who you are, sir. Thank you. Thank you to everybody that entered the giveaway. There will be obviously more giveaways coming up very, very soon. I've got a whole bunch of stuff. In fact, it's funny, there was one guy who messaged me who, you know, I, there are people who I get, I don't want to say sob stories from, but there are people just looking for a little bit of help. You know what I mean? And there's people who are really fake about it when they say things like, I promise you this isn't a scam. I kind of go, <laughs> okay, well, that's weird. And this guy messaged me, and uh, you know, he just needed some help. And so, his he said he'd been using an iStick 100 watt for uh, for a year and it finally died on him. And he uh, is using his backup iStick 30 watt, but it's not cutting it. And he's like, you know, blah 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 this, that, and the other. So, I'm gonna take him some stuff. He lives in Las Vegas, and I said, you know what, I'm gonna be at, at VPX Vegas. I hate to see you in this condition. I'm going to bring you some stuff. You know what I mean? I've got a lot of stuff to give away and you know, I don't mind sending it out and giving it out to people. It's all good. I've got plenty of vape gear. Trust me when I say I don't need another freaking sub-ohm tank. You are all more than welcome to have all of my sub-ohm tanks. But anyway, that's what I got, everybody, for this week's vlog. Thank you so much for sticking in there till the end. Um, I will have a travel vlog from VPX Vegas. Bro Trip 5 is going to be happening. This weekend, as you're watching this, I am gone in Las Vegas. Uh, I could not be more excited about it. But next week will be the travel vlog on Thursday. Normal reviews as scheduled. And uh, yeah, you know what I mean, everybody? Keep doing your thing. Keep fighting the good fight. Keep supporting the coal bill. Keep supporting HR 2058. Get in tune with Kassar. Get on Not Blowing Smoke. Follow Safada. Follow the AVA. Follow Gregory Connolly on Twitter. He is my hero. I love this man. He does so much for our industry and he gets none of the recognition that he deserves. So please go follow Greg Conley on Twitter. Be sure to thank him for all of his advocacy efforts. But that's what I got this week, everybody. What am I going to grab? What am I going to grab? How about that limitless? That's what I got, everybody. Thank you so much for watching. And as always, yes, let's keep on vaping.